Welcome to this week's podcast. <gasps> that sounds so good. Didn't it? Yes, well Welcome. Done. A warm welcome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, the this week's questions. I think I've got a gluten intolerance as I get bloated after eating bread and rich food. Gluten is... Gluten-free is so limiting, though. Mm -hmm. Can you say some recipe ideas, please, says Judith. Let's come back to that. Yeah, okay. I've got an office job and I struggle to get my steps above 5,000 a day. I see 10,000 as a target, but I just can't do it. What should I do? Now, we're doing this. This this month in in January. What are you doing? Uh, it, it, we well normally we start it like just towards the end of January and then we go through until the end of February. But every day in the Wave and Swansea Sound, we've got a tally table of who gets the most amount of steps per day in the building. Amazing. And I think that could work for you. Yeah, of course it could. Like Tell start an initiative. Everybody in your office. Yeah. Could could do it, yeah. and you just have one keeper. Nettie here is the keeper of the steps. Yeah, and we go up, and I mean, you know, if you've got um, you know a, a wristwatch that yeah. does all that, it's great. But you can get a pedometers. We had like we just went and bought a load of Amazon. I think they were a pound each. Yeah, and everybody gets to share their steps. Whoever gets the most at the end of the month will be the big winner. We haven't decided what the prize will be yet. Probably my stapler. You might as well give it away because everybody else seems to take it anyway. <laughs> Um, but you could make it a nice surprise. Um, how do you do it? How do you get those steps up? Ten thousand is a lot, though, isn't it? Don't don't be put off by that. That's yeah, I mean the thing is, it, it's a good guideline. And isn't ten thousand steps from like three miles? I don't know. It's, it's nearly five k. Is it? Yeah, that's a lot of steps. It is a lot of steps. I mean, some people could nail that by eleven o'clock. I, mm. I mean, imagine being um, a nurse or somebody in a hospital, isn't Absolutely. it? Walking up and down wards, they're going to do it very quickly. But as uh, Judith, is it Judith? Judith. Oh, is it Judith? I don't know. No, Judith um, is next. Oh, right. Sorry, Judith. Yeah. Um, this is Amy. As as Amy has yeah. said, um, you know, she's in an office, so it is difficult. Now, the chances are, office colleagues are all secretly looking at their trackers, maybe uh, thinking the same are. thing as well. Yeah. So definitely um, encourage an initiative like that. And I'm sure team leaders would be up against, uh, up for it because, you know, businesses do have this responsibility, don't they? Yeah. But also, you know, look at what is going on in your day where you could maybe do things a little bit better for yourself. Now, if you are getting up and having a workout before you go to work, you're doing some fitness there anyway. So you're challenging yourself, getting sweaty, hopefully challenging your muscles um, and doing that. Brilliant. I know that we can say these typical things like park further away. Now, for me, with this whole life transition, like as if I'm the only person in the world that's got a little boy that's just gone to preschool, I'm walking to the school and back. So I'm making that part of my steps in my day. And I see all of these cars, like almost towering on top of each other, blocking yeah. people's drives to get as near as they can to the school to pick up their children. Yeah. Well, park a street further away and walk to the gates and go yeah. pick them up and that. So, you know, you can look at your days and think, how can I actually get more activity in? What if you take the kids swimming? I'm assuming Amy's got kids. Late after to school and you jump in the pool and do some exercise as well. So I think that there are ways that a lot of people can look and think, do you know what, there is this window of opportunity here. When you're in work, um, walk to send a message rather than email. Yeah. Um, and it's better because you do face-to-face -face stuff and you, yeah, you exactly. get a, a hang out of people, don't walk you? Walk-in meetings, lunch breaks, mm. go for a walk. So there, again, there are opportunities. For many people, it is down to the choices they're making when they do have these opportunities. So so just have a little look at your day. A, a, a mate of mine, uh, they have a, a thing in their workplace. They call it walk the line, where you can just go and walk. This, there's a big white line that goes right down the middle of the floor in the office. And people just walk back and forth along it. 
Yeah. And I, I think they use it a little bit for thinking, a little bit for socialising as well, because people go, hey, what are you up to? Oh, yeah. Stop looking at my screen. Um, <laughs> Do some work. <laughs> yeah. Some people have meetings like that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and, and, you know, it's definitely worth just up in the steps a little bit. Just yeah. get a little bit more active. It can make a massive difference. The one thing I will say is, is if you work in a call centre... Probably not a good idea. People would prefer you to be answering the phone than walking the line. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's quite a few companies that I've called recently where I think they may be trying to get their steps up because they're not answering the blooming phone. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. That's why we're all on hold all of the time. Trying to get the step counter. Get the steps up. Just trying to get the step counter. Um, okay, so gluten intolerance. Now, everybody's got intolerance these days. And, you know, there's always these people who go, oh, you know, the old joke, and nobody had intolerance in my day. Yeah. Um, you know, you're glad to have it. Tolerant? Tolerant? You'd have it. You'd eat it. That would be it. During the war, no, I wasn't there. Nobody <laughs> had... on powdered eggs, like you said last week. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I demonstrated a little bit of knowledge. I watched 1917 the other day. It's a good film. Go and watch it. Um, but nobody had an intolerance. But... That's because, like you say, you know, people would, it, it was a different word and people go, oh, I just, you know, it doesn't agree with me. Or you were just glad to feel bloated because <laughs> you were eating less. So yeah. bloated was a good thing, you know. Yeah. And before we became so still in our lives, getting bloated was rare because yeah. you bit more calories, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, but to answer this, gluten free, so limiting. Can you give some recipe ideas for Judith. Well, what I would say first of all, Judith, is that Judith said she thinks she's got a gluten intolerance. So number one, get to your GP and get it confirmed, get yeah. a test done. Um, He'll smile at you and go, okay, let's check this out. Yeah. This is why I'm not a GP, because I would roll my eyes and go, get out! No, <laughs> Show me your Sorry. shopping. You know, if somebody's got a genuine gluten intolerance, uh, celiac disease, that is very dangerous for them and they yeah. do need to stay away from gluten. And you know when you see, uh, you'll go to a hotel and it's like a gluten toaster because mm. they literally cannot get anything um on their food because no. they will have a really bad reaction. Now, for many people, they may find that they are bloated, uncomfortable, not because of bread, but the second thing, rich foods, right. you know, junk foods, processed foods. A lot of people are going to feel a little bit uh, after that anyway. Okay. So first and foremost, I would say that if you genuinely think this is something really serious, get it checked out with your doctor. Um, secondly, you are in control of trying to discover a little bit more about what's going on here. So what you can do is eliminate gluten, eat gluten-free foods, so vegetables, meats, dairy, all of those types of stuff. Stay away from um, um, Starchy wheat, uh, rye, and you know anything that's got gluten in it. And start to make your meals healthier. You know it's not that hard when you start to think right, um, meat and two veg. You know getting lots of vegetables into a slow cooker. It's it's not going to be that difficult to actually have a gluten-free lifestyle. Um, Bolognese without the pasta. Yeah, you know, there's exactly put some vegetables there instead. So you, you do can you be still doing do the that. thing. Do you still do the thing with the spiralizer? Do you? Uh, no, I don't do that anymore because the, the supermarkets do it for us now, oh, right. don't they? Okay. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. We can have carrots and courgettes. Spiralized um, veg. Yeah, with spiralized pasta. veg. Yeah. Oh, instead of pasta. Instead. Right? Yeah, but, yeah. but I just have a little bit of pasta as well sometimes. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw recently, me and Danny were having some with my mushroom bolognese. Like 80% of the way, he's like, I don't like mushrooms. <gasps> and it's like, yeah. How dare? There's four left. Oh, die. I've got two of those in our house. I yeah. just chop them up really fine yeah, and put them in Yeah, smaller next time. That, that was the key. I just 
one looked mushroomy, so he didn't um, like mushrooms then. I love so. mushrooms. Yeah, I, I love, love them. them as well. They're like the basis of all good things that taste good. Are, are they? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because, you know, like especially when you do stuff in the slow cooker, Yeah. I tend to, depending on how fresh the mushrooms are, i got to be honest, because if they're really fresh, I'm going to chop them up. Yeah. I just put them in whole. Yeah. Because they nice. shrink down yes, so much. They do. And they're like little sponges for yeah. flavour, aren't they? They yeah. just absorb I all do that like flavour. But they're a great replacement, I think, you know, for pasta, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Because they do have that kind yeah, of they're like the feel chewy, and the taste. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Meaty, gutsy kind of vegetables, isn't great they? Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, we like that. Um so um I don't know if you've heard of something as well called low fod map. So basically low fod map is um a lot of healthy foods, but they've got these um saccharides in them that some people might find that when they ferment in the gut they get these adverse reactions to them okay. and bloating and you know uncomfortable. So studies did um uh, a lot of people were saying, Oh I've got IBS, I've got gluten intolerance and they put people on a low, low FODMAP diet, but on some of the days they were high gluten, some of the days they were medium gluten, and some of the days they were low gluten. And what they found were everybody had benefits from following the low FODMAP diet, but no differences between the gluten days. So it wasn't oh, so right. much gluten, which was the problem in these people. It was, um, you know, these uh, low these FODMAPs. What about, um, you talked about rich food there. What about cheap bread yeah, so again, all processed stuff. Because the processed stuff, I, I, you know, the first thing when I had all of the problems, not all of the problems, I had a problem, uh, when the doctor said to me, do you eat white bread? And I went, yeah, you don't do that. That's, mm. that's really bad for you. Cheap white bread is a nightmare. And cheap white bread is like, you know, 60p a loaf now. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. He said, don't eat cheap white bread. Don't eat expensive white bread. Eat wholemeal bread. And don't eat brown bread either, because I didn't realise that brown bread is just white bread that hasn't got the bleach in it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I like to go for bread. a nice multi-seed, I do. Yeah, I'm not allowed to eat that either. Aren't you? No. Okay. No, I, I've got to stay away from tiny little seeds. But, um, <laughs> Don't want to know the rest. Not good when you're a man of my age, apparently. Um, but most men over my age would know the reasoning for that, and we won't go into it now. Okay. You might be having your lunch. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that, so wholemeal bread, yes. Brown bread, no. Right, yes, yeah, of Because course. an ATP brown bread, brown yeah. bread loaf is normally just white bread that hasn't got the bleach in yeah. it. Blount. And you have these half and halves as well. Waste of time. Go away. Waste of time. Yeah. Don't bother with that. Yeah. No. Um, it's a good job we don't work in a supermarket, isn't it? We'd just be stood there going, don't eat that. Imagine us at the till, right? You're don't not having that, Susan. Oh, <laughs> check that away. You're not having that. You could take that one back. Take that one back. <laughs> I tell you what, give me your basket. I'll go and get it for you. Can you imagine? I know. I definitely couldn't work on the table. There'd be queues outside the supermarket, like when, what do you call it, Marks and Spencer's opened in Mumbles last week. What's all that about? I know, like someone just put a fiver in there. Yeah. Never seen it before. Mark, don't spend it. Anyway. Um... So, if you've got any questions for us, let's come back to the real world for a little bit. Yeah. If you've got any questions for us, you can do that tarahammett.com, via the wave.co.uk. Click like, that'd be lovely. Subscribe, that'd be amazing. Share. Oh my gosh. We, we love you forever. Dancing. Yeah. We are absolutely dancing. amazing. Share the podcast. That would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much.